1: Hey everybody, and welcome. I am S. Burbank. And I am
2: Lacey Montoya. Welcome to Don't, Don't Get, Get Us Started. Started.
1: Well, here Happy we are. Happy Thanksgiving. It, it is Thanksgiving. Our show is airing on Thanksgiving Day. For those of you who are in the kitchen, slaving over your... Uh, Hot stove. Whatever. Or, you know, your tofurkey or your... Or in turkey, the bathroom getting ready pan. to go to somebody else's house. Or that. Or maybe on the way to a restaurant.
3: Or you can have somebody
1: else cook for you and not have to worry about it. I don't think I'd like that personally. No, because I enjoy cooking. Well, it's not so much that I enjoy the cooking, which I do. That's not so much the thing as much as it is, then you don't have the like leftovers. I love the
2: leftovers.
1: (laughs) Everybody loves the leftovers. You know, we can have.
2: That's (laughs) why I always insist Thanksgiving be at my house.
1: (laughs) Turkey sandwiches, turkey tacos, which is a big favorite at our house. And all sorts of leftover turkey stuff. So I don't think I would enjoy going to a restaurant for Thanksgiving per se. I too would like to be able to, yeah, cook my own bird and, you know. And
2: besides that, you're not going to get exactly what your traditional Thanksgiving is at a restaurant.
1: Well, this is true. Although they go out of their way to be, uh, you know, fairly traditional in their offerings. I've been looking at some of the ads, you know, and they the, you know, they got the, the turkey, the potatoes, the gravy. <clears throat> Not in the quantities. Gravy I mean gravy is, is almost made in the
2: bathtub in our house. Uh-huh. That's the golden
1: Yeah. Gravy is, is an essential. Plus the giblets. I I told you on the way yeah. to the gym I I bought extra turkey giblets at the store where I bought my turkey because we really like a lot of giblets in our gravy. And when I got home, I realized that I actually wound up spending more for the giblets <laughs> than I did for the whole fucking turkey. It was amazing. But I, they had a big deal going on for the turkey, you know. You spend a little and you get a little. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, and not so much on the giblets. So that was kind of where that came from. But it's okay, because
2: I them. have...
1: Well, and I actually, I bought... Twice as many giblets as I really needed. Right. So technically, I didn't spend as much for the giblets as I did the turkey that will be consumed on thank- at our Thanksgiving dinner. Right. And I have giblets, I'll have giblets left over for so another the, meal when I can make turkey gravy again, because we're just into gravy. What can I tell you? Uh, <clears throat> but anyhow, our listeners can be doing anything from laying on the couch wondering why they ate the whole thing. Uh huh. Bye bye. Baby, see See ya. Bye. Bye. Baby's gonna go night night. That's good. (laughs) So they're either laying on the couch groaning and moaning and and have yet to eat the pumpkin pie, or maybe they have eaten the Uh pumpkin pie, or they're in the throes of preparing or anything in between the two. So we hope you're having a good, good day or had a good day, good meal, good food, good God, and good company. Yeah, and all that. And for those of you who are not so well off and not celebrating the holiday, our hearts go out to you, too, and hope that in spite of whatever your problems may be, you can still find something to be thankful for.
2: There's always something to be thankful for, even with the darkest cloud hanging over your head.
1: Well, sometimes it's hard to find that thing. but yes. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and, but then my life is uh, peaches and cream right now, too. If I was uh, down and out, I might not be so willing to, to feel that way. But anybody that's down and out, you're not alone. No. We're we're there for you in spirit, if not in actual deed.
2: And if you left next door to me, I'd bring you over dinner.
1: You're totally be welcome. <laughs> totally be welcome. You wouldn't be hungry. No. That's for sure. No. And I told Lacey I had to go to three different stores to get everything I need for Thanksgiving dinner. And I still didn't get everything I need. I still have to go to one more store, because everybody wants too much for celery. And I'm going to wind up spending more driving to a to a store where it's cheaper than I would if I just bought it in a higher price store to start <laughs> with, probably. But it's the principle of the thing. So I'll probably go to the 99-cent store and see what they've got for celery. But um, other than that, I've got enough food in my house right now to feed a small army for... At least a month, you know, and there's only two of us, but I just, it's just kind of the way I shop. I, I do stock our pantry quite often, Um and I don't know, I think it comes from the being the, that's the way I was raised. Yeah. You know, we always, mother always wanted to make sure she had backups for everything. Right. You know, for every contingency, and believe me, she could imagine all sorts of contingencies. Right. And I sort of learned to, to do things that way, too, so...
2: Me on the other and we shop on a budget, so yeah. it's as Yeah, well, I've needed. had to do that in
1: the past. I've totally been on a big budget in the past. But fortunately, right now, we're in, things are not quite so tight, so I can afford to stock my my pantry. And then it's, it's interesting because uh, at least once, and I think twice a year, the post office collects food mm-hmm. for... Uh, I think at Easter time and... Right around this time, too. I thought so, yeah. Well, they just did. In September or October, they did. Uh, And so anything that I've bought for my pantry, you know, in the last four or five months and hasn't got used usually goes into that bag. Right. So it's still good. But it's obviously something I didn't really need to
2: have, right. you know. Like Instead I'll, of wasting it, well, you're giving it to good use. Yeah,
1: and instead of buying two cans of diced tomatoes, I'll get six cans because they're six for a buck or, right. you know, whatever. And I don't really need six cans right. of diced tomato because, again, there are only two of us and we're old. So we don't eat a lot. Right. But, you know, old habits die hard. <laughs> so... Anyhow, the, it doesn't go to waste. It does get recycled and used and all of that good stuff. Yeah, you've brought us stuff. Oh, well, yeah, That come to think of it. Yeah, because there was stuff I didn't want and I figured you might. So, yeah, why not? Yes. Share the bounty, I always say. Yeah, you came over the a pickle bag of stuff for us. Yeah, well, you know why. Because we like to try treats, mm-hmm. not treats, but snacks mm-hmm. and treats. That's what we used to call them for the dog. What treats? Um, <laughs> anyway, we get, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for, well, f- first of all, for spontaneous shopping. That's mm-hmm. not what they call it. What do they call it when you when you pick up everything in the store? I means f-
2: you're going to the grocery store hungry.
1: No, yeah, well, <laughs> that, yeah, f- bad idea. You know, they always say go with the list and go- don't go hungry. I go with the list. I always go with the list because I've always got a list going. But I, you know, just because it's not on the list doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Spontaneous—that's the word. Spontaneous. I'm I'm a spontaneous shopper, and on top of that, I read the ads. I don't always um, cut out the coupons and stuff, but I do read those ads. Uh-huh. You know, so I'll go. Oh, that sounds like something interesting. You know, some kind of cracker that's new and. But exciting. if you go
2: shopping with your husband, you're not like that. If well, you go shopping by yourself, you're more out to look. I I, I do look. I dawdle longer without Ernie. Although he
1: is a big shopper. You've mm-hmm. got to know this about this guy. He is, he was born to shop. The man, it's odd because I'll say, well, I've got a list going for the grocery store this weekend. Shall I go now and get it out of the way? Uh, or late. do you want to go this weekend? No, I want to go with you. <laughs> okay, so we'll go on the weekend. And he does, he loves to go up and down the aisles too. He's not one of those like guys can be where it's like okay well we got the bread and milk and eggs let's go. Uh-huh, so. Yeah, no, that's not like him at all. No, he likes to to meander but not as much as I do. Right. I am I I stop and read labels and things and look at the pictures and oh my god I'm on, I'm in the store for hours sometimes. It's ridiculous. Where did I park my car? Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I got a boinker so I can go boink. <laughs> my car goes, and then I know where it is. But, um, yeah, I, I tend to, both of us tend to pick out new, like I bought some new potato chips the other day, new to us. Um, in our area right now in Southern California, they're marketing these flavored Lay's potato chips. Mm-hmm. Well, I got some chicken and waffles I brought over to you guys because I thought, The kids they didn't even like nasty. them. nasty. We threw them away. They didn't even like them. No. I don't doubt that a bit. They were nasty. I gave one to Zoe, and
2: she gave them this horrible, like I, know, I just fed her. I know.
1: They were nasty. Cayenne pepper. They, were, they sort of tasted sweet, like they had maple syrup on uh-huh. them, which, you, you know, okay, waffle, chicken and waffle. But there was no chickeny nothing about no. them, and and there wasn't enough of a contrast in flavors for no. me to make it taste like yeah. chicken and waffles. If the
2: kids didn't like them at my house, it they're should. no good.
1: Right. Well, then they had they have a basil and tomato one, which I won't even go there on. Because no, I, I
2: like the basil and tomato. Do you? Tomato um, wheat thins. Oh well, then you might like their chip. I don't know. I didn't want to go there. Um,
1: And then they got a hot spicy one. I'm not big on hot spicy lately. I used to be. I loved Mm -hmm. hot spicy, but not so much anymore. I get a lot of heartburn from it. But anyhow, uh, they did, they had this um, garlic cheesy bread flavor. Ooh. That's what I said. Ooh, that sounded interesting. So I bought a bag and, ooh, they're good. Oh, are they? (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're they're pretty tasty. Ernie said, yeah, that's garlicky cheese bread, all right. (laughs) And so I, but. I have done in the past and that's why you got to be the recipient of some of those uh crackers you know some of those uh, triscuit crackers that were oh,
2: those were good those they were black pepper
1: and rice um, brown rice black pepper yeah, those yeah were good. i didn't care that much for them but i uh, i don't even know why i buy them because as a rule i eat three meals a day i'm not a snacker mm-hmm. if i'm going to snack it's like I snack on pomegranate seeds because mm-hmm. I'm, as you know, addicted to pomegranates. Um, occasionally, I'll have a piece of cheese, but it doesn't occur to me to have cheese and a cracker. Right. My only other snacky thing I like to do is is not really a snack. It's it's I like to do the cracker sandwich thing, mm-hmm. and and I do that as a meal. That's my lunch. I'll have a cracker sandwich, which is. For those of you who aren't indoctrinated, that's white bread slathered with margarine. Not butter, but my... my, uh, What the hell is that stuff I use? It's not margarine. I can't believe uh, it's not smart, butter. Smart, smart, smart balance. Balance light, actually, because it's the only stuff I, can, I have found that's of that ilk that doesn't make my toast soggy. Okay. Okay. So I slather the bread with that, because... You can also slather then, and it's uh-huh. not a bad thing. Uh, and then I put saltines on the bread mm-hmm. and put another buttered piece of bread over that, and that's a cracker sandwich. And its and I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's really,
2: really good. Me and my mom love just crackers with butter.
1: Yeah, I like crackers and butter, too. The thing is, I can't just eat crackers and butter, because then I go, ooh, I need a piece of bread, oh. and then it's a cracker sandwich. <laughs> <clears throat> Same with peanut butter and pickles. I have a thing for peanut butter and... Sweet pickles, particularly bread and butter pickles, right. love that combination for a sandwich. So, as a result, I'm I'm not the kind of person who would go over to the area where we keep our snacks mm-hmm. and say, oh, I think I'll have a cracker with my cheese. or You know, right. it's just not
2: me. See, I love cheese and crackers, now, so Ernie I do. Ernie does.
1: Ernie does, and I pack them for his lunch. Mm-hmm. He likes those rye crisp things, you know, those things that are something like... They're a little like cardboard with a little bit of salt on them. <laughs> you know, they're healthy as shit. I mean, they, you know, they're whole grain and they're brown and they've got funny dimples on them and everything. And they just, he loves them. He, and they're okay. I, you know. But as long as cheese not, on it. <laughs> yeah. And salami, a few, few pieces of salami. But he's, he eats those because he he's trying to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And so because they're whole grain and all that kind of stuff, he thinks he's eating healthy. So he's happy with them. But we do have. Well, I think our once share. you put the
2: cheese and the salami on there, it kind of cancels it out. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: well, but it's in again, light salami and light cheese. So he, you know, he really does try. Uh, plus, he likes that. If he right. didn't like those, he wouldn't eat them, no matter how healthy they were. Right. But he really does like them. So, but we do have our share of like he's he's discovered baked Cheetos. Okay.
2: Now, I have had those
1: personally. I didn't think I cared that much for baked Cheetos. I've had them in the past; and they weren't that great, You're kind of sticking your teeth and in and in and in. But I bought regular Cheetos, mm-hmm. the crunchy ones, okay, that are fried. And he bought baked ones, mm-hmm. and so we did a taste test, and <laughs> and doggone it, those baked ones are pretty darn good. Yeah, they really are. That they're Less salty, which is always a good thing. Yes. Than the 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 ones that I preferred. mm mm-hmm. uh, but they really are as almost as crispy as That's the others. Good, so then. The, yeah, they I it, you know with without the others at hand, I would eat the baked ones and and be happy and satisfied with those. However, when I bought him some more baked ones because he was out, I bought me regular ones. <laughs> Because I do like them better. I don't care how salty they are. They're crispy. I like them better. Um, What's the other thing that I like to snack? I I like lightly salted Fritos. I like to eat cottage cheese with Fritos. Actually, Use them as spoons. Okay. And eat cottage cheese with them. That's the extent of my snackiness. Pretty much. Now, he's big on tortilla chips, uh, potato chips. I like those bags that have
2: the little breads, the pretzels.
1: Oh, garde- Gardettos.
2: Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I can yeah, see those things are good,
1: Especially when, when we buy extra little bread uh-huh. bags to go in them because they do sell those
2: at holiday time. Yeah, those are those
1: are outstanding.
2: Yeah, you brought that bag from Costco. Yeah. And I'm guilty. No, it was,
1: it was actually from Walmart.
2: No, no. What? It was from Kirkland. You bought me a big bag. Oh, oh, that bag. Yeah. It was their version of. Yeah. I ate most of them. Yeah. Well, hey. (laughs) You
1: know, they are what they are. Oh, goodness. They're, they're yummy. So I, I I keep saying I'm not a snacker and then I sit here and tell you how I snack. (laughs) You know, and that's, that, it's, it's true. I do, I do snack somewhat, but you know, not, compared to Ernie, Ernie is just a constant. He's like a grazer. You know, I mean he really he he eats dinner and 10 minutes later he's chomping away on pistachios or oh, yum. or whatever, right. peanuts or you know, he likes peanuts. He like we have some he doesn't get salted nuts. He he's a cardiac patient, as mm-hmm. you know. So we steer away from the salt quite a bit. So he gets unsalted nuts mm-hmm. and sugar-free this and that. And so as a rule, we pretty much stick to that in our house. If I want salt on it, i got a salt shaker. Right. And I do that. If I pick out all the almonds, because that's what I like, right. and he doesn't care. He likes the, what do you call them, cashews, cashews, and I don't. So I pick out all the almonds, and I put them on a plate, and I salt them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Home free. And he, I get what I want, he gets what he wants. Right. Everybody's happy. All's good. All good. It's all good. So yeah, I
2: think I'm going to buy some... Um, Nuts, you know, you can get the almonds that are you crack yourself. They have. Oh them yeah, out. yeah, yeah.
1: Nuts in the shell. Yeah, yeah. those are fun. Those um, are those are great fun. Hazelnuts. And you can throw the shells in the,
2: the fireplace. fireplace and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, the hazelnut are my favorite.
1: See now, hazelnuts for me, not so much. When I was a kid, about five years old, we lived on a farm in Washington State, in a little farming community I've talked about on air before called Sarah. Um, not too far out of uh, Ridgefield. Is it Ridgefield or Richfield? I always get those two confused. I think it's Ridgefield. Not too far from Longview. Okay. So those of you up there who know that area, now you know what I'm talking about. Anyhow, um, what were we talking about? Nuts. Nuts. Thank you. Hazelnuts. We had. We were living hand-to-mouth in those days. Mm-hmm. It was just after... My mom and dad had just gone through the depression. The war was just over, and or getting over, and we were living on a farm, living off the farm. That okay. is to say, I mean, we had a cow. We had a couple of calves, which got butchered for meat. We got had some pigs again, got mm-hmm. butchered for meat. We had chickens. Some ate. Some we ate. Some we let for them eggs. do the egg thing. Uh, we had a horse we had acres and acres and acres of fruit trees of all sorts and a garden mm-hmm. vegetable garden strawberry garden Yum. mother grew rhubarb or it grew there by itself actually the leaves on the rhubarb this was uh, our house our farmhouse actually overlooked the Columbia River so they, it got a lot of we got a lot of rain and it was a very fertile area and the the rhubarb we have pictures of us, my brother and me, standing holding rhubarb leaves that were about two or three feet across. Oh
2: wow! Huge, wow. huge,
1: huge rhubarb leaves. Anyhow, um, we had tons and tons of stuff like that in in our on our farm. Plus the cow cut the cow put out. Uh, I don't know if you you know because you've been around animals. You got to milk a cow twice a day, mm-hmm. come hell or high water. If you don't, she's going to hurt. And... She got engorged. Right. And Huckleberry put out two to three gallons every milking. There were four of us in the family. Two of us under, were under the age of eight. Right. Well, no. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. No. I take it back. Uh, under the age of thir- of uh, ten. Okay. Um, and w- mother had a milk separator. And because, as you know, with... With raw milk, you have to run it through a separator, separate out the cream from the milk. Then you make butter. We made our own butter. Yum. Mother made everything she could think of, uh, including cottage cheese, uh, egg custard, because we had eggs coming out our butts, too. <laughs> they were not only coming out of the chickens' butts, but they were coming out, <laughs> out of our butts, too. Um, and I, to this day, I can't eat even flan. People say, Oh, I just love flan. Well, Personally, I don't because it's way too much like egg custard, and I've had my lifetime filled of of egg custard. I need no more the rest of my life, and I will be happy. Don't need any more egg custard. Anyhow, um, and she made everything else she could think of, cakes, cookies, pies uh, with the fruits and things. She canned everything. She made jam and jellies out of it. We had even a quince tree. Quinces are useless except to make them into jam. She made them into jam. Uh, me, I'd have let them just rot, rot. off the trees. <laughs> but no, Mama did this. And she it canned. When we moved down to California, 10 years later, maybe 12 years later, no, 10, 10 years later, we moved down to Southern California and my dad carried in the, well, in the moving van they carried, boxes of jars of canned cherries that Mother put up on the farm when I was five. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, she worked her ass off trying to keep up with everything. It drove her crazy because, I mean, all these trees, you know. Well, in the meantime, we had all this food, you know, and we ate very well. Uh You know, Dad used to... We had a little pond down over the hill from the barn, and ducks would fly in there and even though it wasn't duck hunting season we had a lot of duck for dinner yeah and uh you know stuff like that so we ate very well plus we had butchered the animals on the farm and everything so we did we did very 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 well uh but we didn't have a pot to piss in so uh and we had to pay rent on the farm and so we mother and my brother and i uh, did odd jobs in the community. Did she ever sell any per cans or? No, 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 no. That was that was Just food for family for the family. Yeah, no, she wasn't into. If she was into it, that wasn't possible for her to do. Okay, you know, there, there's a lot. Are selling the eggs There's actually a, dozen. a lot. There's a lot. Well, and the thing is, we're in a farming community. Everybody so. else had the same problem. They yeah. all had eggs and milk and fruit and stuff. So, who would you sell to? Mm. You know. Anyhow, um, no we farmers market at... back then. No, no, not that we could get involved with. So we did odd jobs in the community. Among those were picking raspberries, mm-hmm. picking strawberries, pardon me, and picking hazelnuts. Now, <clears throat> there's a thing about picking, okay. You pick strawberries. You get down on your knees and you pick yes. them off the bushes. Okay. You pick raspberries. You stand alongside the the vines and you pick them off the thing. Right. Well, when you pick hazelnuts, you just sit on the ground and pick them up off the ground. Okay. Because that's how you pick them. You don't pick them off the tree.
2: They've already fallen. They
1: fall when they're ripe. You pick them up off the ground. You put them in a thing. Then you scooch over and you pick up some more. And <clears throat> I don't know how much help I was at the age of five. I was probably a lot more hindrance than help. But, you know, mom would say, come on, get some, you know. Everybody helps, you know. Right. Dad was busy uh, doing what Dad was doing. He was actually um, trying to become a minister. Okay. And he was taking care of the farm. Right. Know, that's, that's a job in itself. He was the one who milked the cows, the cow. Uh, he was the one who, uh, well, Mother and I and Dad slopped the hogs. All that milk that we couldn't eat went to the hogs. They were well fed, those hogs. Uh, but Fat little piggies. Yeah, but most of the the work on the farm, Daddy had to do. So, you know, anyhow, oh, and then we had a smokehouse too, so we smoked a lot of our own meat. It was it was if we had to, ha- if we could have lived there, without other expenses and needs as a family, it was a it was a nice life. Right, I loved the farm actually. Anyhow, so we picked hazelnuts, picked up. Hazelnuts. And I probably ate enough hazelnuts to do me for the rest of my <laughs> life, too. Never been much of a fan of hazelnuts, to tell you the truth. Raw, out-of-the-shell mm-hmm. hazelnuts eh, leave a lot to be desired. In my opinion, I know a lot of hazelnut
2: lovers out there are going to go, Oh, my God. You know. Yeah, uh, we used to have, when I was a <clears throat> kid, just a basket. Mom would buy the different loose nuts. Yeah. And we'd put them in a we basket, and we too. have our nutcrackers. Yeah. And the brown paper bag that we'd put the nut shells into the fireplace, and I'd dig to the bottom of the basket, Looking finding the, the hazelnuts because they always fall to the bottom.
1: And I say I always went for the almonds. Mm-hmm. Or that was my next pick. But, or I didn't like pecans as a kid, or walnuts. I kind of developed a taste for those
2: in later years,
1: but I did like almonds.
2: Yeah, my hazelnut is my first, and almonds my second. Yeah,
1: they're so fun it's fun to do things like that too because it does bring back memories of childhood and, mm-hmm. and you know when even if things weren't better we thought they were better because we didn't know any better right. you know as far as we knew everything was fine right you know i mean i knew mom and dad had financial problems because in those days that information wasn't kept from kids right because when you went to the store there wasn't uh, there wasn't any of this i oh, mommy i want this and i want that going on because we knew there wasn't money for it in fact they used to tell a story about me when we went to um visit my cousin my dad's cousin in um ridgefield and went into a dime store for something i don't know what and they said that i came up to the counter i barely could reach the my nose over the counter, you know, and I put my hands up on the counter, kind of looking like Kilroy, Uh you know, and I looked up and I said, is there any money for marbles? And that story went through the family for years after that, because they thought that was so precious, because at five years of age, I knew, knew. I knew, times were hard, and and you you didn't, you didn't go and ask for stuff. Right. Not like these days, where they put stuff down in the grocery store at at kid's eye level, so they'll nag you for stuff, and... Parents don't have sense enough to tell their children, no, you can't have it. We can't afford it. Forget it. Right. They go, oh, well, all right, I'll get it for you, you little. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah, you. it's nice to, to reminisce over those times uh, when, even though, like in our case, we knew thing, times were hard. We knew we were out picking raspberries to help financially. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't. We knew wasn't we out for there for fun, right. even though we could eat all the raspberries we could hold. You know, at the same time, it, we knew it was a job. Right. So it was, it, but it was, but still, was good times. You know, even though we had it like Cosby said, had to walk uphill to school in, in the, the snow. snow both ways. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of, and we did, actually, well, (laughs) not uphill, but, I mean, we walked in the snow. It snowed a lot there. Yeah. A lot. Oh, I loved it. I I like a little bit
2: of snow, but not days and days and months and months.
1: Well, again, when you're a kid, you don't know any better, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, really. It was all just fun for me. Right. You know, I didn't. I didn't have all the aches and pains I have now. Right. It wasn't hard for me. I mean, it was kind of hard to go through the snow when it was already shoulder deep on mm-hmm. me. But there was there was always somebody had always driven down the the lane, so we had track to ready. walk in. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, those were good times. Like, and and it's kind of sad because I said something to my mom and dad one time one year in about seventy eight. I think they went back to Washington State, and I said, Oh, Mama, I, I, I wish I could have gone with you. I want to see the farm so bad. And she said, No, honey. She said, It's all gone. It's not there now. The farmhouse itself was pretty old when we lived in it, and uh, it, it was torn down. The, the farm itself was unrecognizable yeah. as, uh, for what we knew. And she was kind of sad, actually, that they even had gone back and looked at it, yeah. because it kind of destroyed it for them.
0: Batter, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. shearers Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new Mythmart. Bigger, better, better. Visit Mythmart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart.
1: Uh, so i have my memories of how it was um and they're sweet you know nice memories and believe it or not as bad off as we were down the hill from us was a family that lived between us and the river okay and they were actually worse off the the kids used to come up they were young kids between my and my brother's ages my brother was five years older than i And so they were in between our ages, and I was five at the time. And they would come up to the house every now and then, and Mother would say, do you boys want some bread and jam? And it would be, oh, yes, ma'am, you know. Uh, And and she'd make them, uh, she'd set them down at the table with some bread and a jar of jam and a knife. And the first time she did it, they took a little bit of jam and put it in the middle of the bread. uh Oh. And she said, well, honey, put some jam on that bread. And he said, oh, yes, ma'am, I did. And she goes, no, 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 no. She smeared the jam all over the piece of bread, and their eyes just got huge because they were not used to such luxury. You didn't do that. You, if you didn't have that much jam, you didn't spread it. I mean, she miss making jam. And I'm sure they wound up getting some. Right. You know, she was making jam all the time out of everything. Right. She made jam out of stuff you wouldn't even think you could make jam out of. But right. she made jam out of it. And if she didn't make jam out of it, she canned it. <laughs> you know? And if she didn't make jam out of it or can it, Dad smoked it. Right. You know, we had smoked smelt. We used to go fishing in the Lewis River and, and get smelt. You know what smelts are? No. What smelts are... A uh, little tiny. Oh, I, I'm saying tiny, but I've got my fingers spread apart about ten inches or so on average, um, and a little fatter than my thumb. Uh-huh. Uh, silvery fish, and th- a lot of bones and stuff like that. But if like you, like a
2: sardine, but well,
1: I guess you could say that they're like a sardine, only bigger. Yeah, way bigger. Uh, but you what you what we did with them, of course you, gut them, but then we'd fry them, mm-hmm. and you fry them real crisp, and just eat them bones and all.
2: Okay.
1: Which, as a kid, I thought was really good. Yeah. Now because I hate fish, right. Not so much. But Dad smoked a bunch of smelt too. Again, same way, gut them, smoke them, mm-hmm. and they were very tasty. And he stuck them up in a box in a cu- in a cupboard over the wood stove. We had an old-fashioned wood stove in, uh-huh. the, in the farmhouse, and Dad stuck them up in the cupboard over the stove, and he wouldn't really, really even think about it. And he almost burned down the house, Uh-oh. because the uh, the fish uh, started to go, you know, and with the heat uh-huh. and everything, and they actually caught fire. Oh, my goodness. Over a period of time, but they actually caught fire, and... It, it was funny because we had had, <clears throat> not, bef- not long before that, some of the wiring in the house because the house had those old-fashioned, you know, bulbs hanging from the ceiling with wires going from one to another, right. you know, and they had, back in that day, the, the wires uh, had a sort of a tarry kind of coating mm-hmm. over them, uh, like now they're all plastic and right. stuff, but then they were not, and... Uh, one of the wires went bad and got hot and dripped this tarry coating over my bed. I, oh. ha- I still have the blanket, my baby blanket that has tar drops on oh, it goodness. from this wire. Dad had to go out and because he couldn't as I recall, he couldn't I'm going to say he couldn't turn off the electricity, which sounds dumb but I think that that was kind of the way it was it wasn't like they had
2: breaker boxes yeah
1: stuff like that he had to actually go out with a 22 and shoot the wire to the house to turn off the electricity i remember standing outside watching him one shot mind you he was Mm -hmm. a crack shot he shot this wire and to me it seemed way high in the sky of course it was at you know uh what do you call it what do you call those things the poles it was it was that high, you right. know, what thirty forty feet. But to a five year old, that looks like a hundred yes. feet. You know, one shot. And he just aimed and ping, and the wire went down. And then he fixed it. I don't know what the fuck he did after that. I don't know how he got it back up. But in any case, he shot it down. That's how he could turn it off, and get it stopped. Otherwise, it would have burned the house down. Right. Well, then right after that, he had the smelt, smoked, smelt incident. Damn near burned down the house again. I had to kind of worry about that somewhat. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, the, the people that lived down the hill from us, as bad off as we were financially, they were way, 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 way worse. They didn't have the natural resources on their property right. that we had on ours. Yeah. You know. So.
2: You guys were both poor, but they thought you guys were mighty rich up oh, there yeah. on top of that Oh, hill. yeah, because
1: we spread jam all over our bread. Right. Every day. And we had jam every day. Right. It may not have been the same kind every day, but by God, we had jam every right. day. Which is why Grandma looks like done, she does now. <laughs>
2: that could have just been a Sunday treat for them, too.
1: Yeah, or once in a while when they right. got it, treat, you know. It's like, do you ever see the movie Soylent Green? No. It was just on... Last night I watched it again. I'm not a big fan of Charlton Heston, but I really kind of watched it because EG Robinson was in it and I kind of like him. And um it's about a future time. I think they when they made the movie back in the I believe it was in the I want to say 70s, but I'm not positive. Okay. But they it started out in 2015. It was supposedly the future for them, you know. And it <clears throat> it was all about how everybody had destroyed the resources on the planet. And so um, they everybody was left with, you know, nothing to eat. And things were getting worse. They had... Um, oh, shit. What do they call it? Greenhouse effect.
2: hmm
1: Which then was a novel idea. Now, of course, we're very conscious of the possibility of the greenhouse effect adversely affecting our planet. But uh, so it was like way hot all the time. Nothing would grow. Water was contaminated. Water was hard to come by. And so they had to make artificial food to feed people, which they did for a while. And then they ran out of those resources. Right. But they still made the artificial food. The whole crux of the story was they found out that the people that were dying off got made into the artificial food. Oh, yum. Yum. So, there you go. But anyway. Um, That's disgusting. I know. It is disgusting. <laughs> but it it's kind of like what you do when you don't have much. Right. You you just you fucking find some way to get by. And they had not... Seen like this, real rich guy. Okay, had in his pantry a withering stock of celery. Nope. Oh. You know it wasn't withering. It was you know how celery celery gets bendy, right? When it's been around in the fridge too long, and it kind of goes mm, Limp. like that. Limp. That's the word. Thank you. Uh, and then they had. He called them love apples, but actually tomatoes were called love apples, and they actually ate apples when they ate these things. So I'm not sure about the accuracy of some of the stuff in the movie and then this big little ass hunk of beef it was a pretty good size Mm -hmm. chunk of beef you know which he made into a stew but charlton heston had never eaten beef in his life that's how long it had been since there was anything like that around okay you know and so you know it kind of reminds me of those kids down the hill from us i don't know any more than that about them, I don't. They were too young. I don't. Yeah, and I don't know whether mom and dad ever helped them out or not. I suppose they did. The kids used to come up and ride Judy. That was our horse. They used to ride Judy with us. We'd get five of us on her back and ride out. How around. cute! was a big ass horse.
2: Yeah, I'm sure your yeah. mom.
1: She must have done. And I know nothing about the parents. I n- I never went down there. I you know, well, I was five years old. I didn't go anywhere. Right. I went to school and I came home. That was it. Right. So But you grew up on a farm too, didn't you? Yes.
2: We had horses and cows and pigs. Several? Horses, cows, and Uh-huh. Um I can remember having three or four horses at once. Um quite a few pigs. We used to butcher them uh-huh. and feed the family. Um, the cows um, pygmy goats. Cool. Where was it? They were this? so cute. Um, when we lived in Fontana. Yeah. Okay. We had.
1: That's in California, for those of you that don't know.
2: And then when we lived in Landers. Also animals. California. And then when we lived in Hesperia. Also California. Yes.
1: And how many cows did you have?
2: Probably two or three at a time.
1: Yeah. And yeah. how many
2: people lived in the, on, at the farm? Just my family, my family of five. Mom, dad, and three sisters? Two sisters. Two sisters. And then me for the And third. then you. Right. Yeah. So who milked the cows? We didn't have milking cows. Oh, you didn't have. When oh, we lived okay. in Fontana, um, we had goats that we'd milk. Yeah.
1: Now, are they like cows? You got to do it every 12 hours or?
2: I don't remember. I was young. Whatever. I, remember I mean, mom 5A doing A it and in the 5P, morning. that
1: cow got milked. I remember. I remember
2: mom doing it in the morning. I don't remember.
1: Maybe not. I don't know. Is their udders swell mm-hmm. that much? Maybe they don't, they're not that big of milk producers. Right. Does she make cheese and stuff? No. No?
2: No. Did you drink the goat's milk? I didn't. Um, I wouldn't. I remember yeah. mom would give it to the people across the street. The old mm-hmm. man across the street loved yeah. goat's milk. Yeah. And I think my papa drank it. Yeah.
1: My dad drank goat's milk. He claimed to have uh, lactose intolerance, but he could drink goat's milk. Hmm. I don't know what that's about. Me neither. And then he, in later years, he would drink milkshakes. And mother decided that he wasn't really lactose intolerant. He just didn't like the taste of <laughs> milk. But if it had vanilla and sugar in it, by gum, he was, he was there. Because he could drink a milkshake and, that's it, funny. and tolerated it very well. So I don't I don't know what that's about, but... So, did you guys have, like, gardens and stuff, too? Um, When we lived in Fontana,
2: we had a big garden. You were telling me once you had Mm -hmm. pomegranate trees. When we lived in Fontana, we had pomegranate, a big old pomegranate bush. Yeah. And it had, like, dead spot where we used to crawl in there and sit in there and be open and eat the pomegranates. Oh, yeah. Then we had kumquat and loquat, plums, Mm. um, peach, Mm. and apricot. Wow. My mama used to make jam. Yeah. With those. Then in the backyard, we had a big old walnut tree that my father hung a swing Oh, from. how
1: cool. English walnut or black walnut? Or I you think know? English. Yeah.
2: And then in the back part of our property, we had our horses. Wow. Pigs. I remember getting to stay home from school one day to help deliver the baby pigs. Oh, how fun. And then... Um, we had baby goats, so before we went to school, oh. we would all get a bottle and feed the baby goats. Oh, that's fun. Yes.
1: That's fun. I haven't fed a goat, baby goat, but I have fed a baby calf. Yeah. that's It's really fun to do. And then... I now, when, when you had the animals, did you just have them for fun and recreation, or...?
2: Or horses. The pigs and the cows were for food.
1: Very cool.
2: Very cool. Either my father would butcher them and then send them off Uh to be cut up. Yeah. Or we would have somebody come out.
1: Yeah. Now, how long ago was that? How old were you?
2: Oh, my goodness. When we lived in Fontana, I would say I was seven, six. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. So you have fond memories of that time, Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah butchering didn't bother you either, right? I mean, you'd seen it enough that it didn't bother you, or did The it? only
2: time it bothered me was my father took a scrolls of swing set to use to hang the calf from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that sort of sucks. Yeah. Excuse me, kid, while I drain this calf. And then and, when... Because they have to be hung to uh-huh. bleed. They have to bleed out. For those of you who do not know farm life, when you butcher an animal on the farm, it, you got to cut its throat... And let it bleed. Uh-huh. And you just do
2: that. That's how you and kill them. And then Mama turned the radio up, and we didn't hear the gunshot.
1: Oh, oh. Well, see, now, Dad butchered the hogs, but he did it on the barn door. Uh-huh. And I remember him stringing them up on the barn door and just slit their throats. Uh-huh. And I, you've maybe heard the expression, I have most of my life, that, that somebody bled like a stuck hog. Uh-huh. And that's where that comes from, because I swear to God... Ninety-nine percent of a hog is blood. Yeah, they're they've got more blood than I've ever seen in my life. They use pig blood, you know, in a lot of the horror movies. Yes, and be, for good reason. It's readily available right. and uh, lots of it. But lots like my
2: mother-in-law it. and her but we brother, we didn't go so
1: far as make blood sausage or anything. Were, no, yuck. <laughs> yeah.
2: They were talking about you know when they were kids, they never had steak. Oh yeah, or you know the expensive cuts of meat. Yeah. Well, we did because we had our own. exactly. We had two freezers full of meat.
1: Yeah, we had a freezer locker, they called Mm -hmm. them. We had to go rent it, rented space in a communal freezing area. Okay. I mean, the guy, that was his business. He ran a freezer locker. Okay. And you rented the space, depending on how big it was, Mm -hmm. by, you know, the month. You paid, I don't know what they paid, probably a buck or two a month. For the space, and then... Would he would actually? Dad would kill the, the whatever mm-hmm. pig, calf, whatever, and then take it to the guy, the freezer, and he butchered it mm-hmm. into whatever mom told him she wanted. The cuts of meat, right? When well, she wanted hamburgers, she wanted hot roasts or right. rump roast or whatever the hell, and then he would wrap it and label it and uh-huh. everything for the price. Of the rental of the of the freezer locker oh. it was astoundingly inexpensive.
2: I can remember when we lived in Landers, we took a cow or a pig to the butcher, and I remember mom saying, "Okay, she wants this this yeah. this done." Right. And I remember when they came back to get it, it was all wrapped up in the white butcher right, paper. Right. Right. It. I remember my parents giving the butcher the what for because there wasn't enough meat.
1: Mm. He. Took some out uh-huh. for his own use. Yeah,
2: well, that was yeah. the last time we used that butcher, but I remember.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether mom and dad had that kind of problem. I never heard them talk about that kind of a problem with them or not. Right. For all I know, they may have said, hey, you know, take some out for yourself, right. too. Who knows?
2: I have no idea. Because, but you know, when you got a family of five to support. Yeah. Every little bit helps. Absolutely, and you don't have... You're not supporting you know, a family paying, of 10. <laughs> right, they're paying him to do his job, yeah, absolutely, and then he's skimming off your meat. That's not yeah. right.
1: No, no, not at all. Not at all. I can still see those, those, uh, and I'm sure you can too, in your memory's eye, you can see those packages of, of meat frozen mm-hmm. coming out of the, the freezer locker, and Mother would bring home several and then put them in the refrigerator and... And yeah, so we just so had the way, um you know,
2: a deep freeze freezer at, at home.
1: At your own, yeah, yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah, no, we weren't again, that was a luxury we could not afford. We did have a, a refrigerator. I don't remember it. Interestingly, I remember the the wood stove mm-hmm. vividly, but I don't remember the refrigerator at all. I'm know I know we had one. I just don't remember it. Right. Again, it wasn't something that was in my Scope of interest. So, did you have the rule about naming your animals that we had, where you had to name them things like pork chop and?
2: <laughs> no, but I can remember my father. We'd be at the kitchen table, and he would say, "Oh, making the whatever the cow's name mm-hmm. was. This is sure good steak. Thank you, Betsy, or whatever yeah, that you know." Right, right. Well, then then the, mom would get grossed out.
1: You <laughs> sort of have to do that. You you get told as a kid. Don't name anything you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. So you know because and practically any damn thing is something you're going to uh-huh. eat on a farm. But uh, if you do name it, keep in mind
2: uh-huh. that's
1: going to be dinner one day, and you got to learn to live with that because right. that's how that's that's the way the world works. Right. People these days, I don't think they realize that when they go to the store and buy pork chops. That no, that was somebody's pet pig. Well, not really. That <laughs> wasn't anybody's pet pig. It was just a pig. Raised for the purposes of butchering. Right. But it was a live animal at one right. point. And, which is why a lot of people are vegetarian, because they just can't bring themselves to, to go there. But, like you, I was raised, uh, you know, we called them pork chop and uh-huh. and hamburger and whatever else we could uh, come up with for a name. Uh-huh. For... Spare
2: uh, ribs. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Spare rib. That was a good name. That was always a good name. But no, we... Mm-hmm. And, now we had a pair of geese... Mm-hmm. Now they were never to be eaten. Mm-hmm. They were
2: named Ethel and Albert. We had I have to ask my mom, but one of ours I think was named Elf Elf. Uh, <laughs> Easy for you to say. Ethel. Probably Ethel. Ethel was a big Goose name. Goose name for
1: some reason. Yeah, and they had a they had a nest at uh Mean son of a bitches. Yeah. Oh Jesus and a goose a on the nest is the meanest. That and the gander gardener is the meanest goddamn thing in the world. And they they had a nest right at the entrance of our driveway um, to the farm, you know. And that was where we had good a,
2: watchdogs.
1: Yeah, we had to walk in there and out to go to school. Uh huh. And oh God, I hated doing that because the damn goose, the gander, was uh-huh. the one. He because the goose would be sitting on the eggs. Keeping and them warm. And that gander would be just guarding her like nobody's Honking business. Honking at you and flapping oh, his wings. biting and, and uh-huh. snapping. And, well, and our, our, we had a rooster in our hen house. Mm-hmm. Mother used to make me go get the eggs because it was something I could do. You know, right. to carry a little basket, go in the the, the Stinky-ass nest, ass chicken coop. Well, the, the nests <laughs> in the coop were low, uh-huh. and so I could get them. And she taught me how to get underneath the chicken and get the eggs. And I could do that pretty well. But. Whenever I had to leave the chicken coop, uh-huh. you know, the, they had built a fence, and we had sort of a outside of the actual hen house itself, we had the, an area fenced off, you know, so the chickens could go around and eat bugs and shit. Uh, and it had a gate. And whenever I had to leave, that damn rooster would be right behind me, Flying up and pecking on my neck, and just and I go, Mama, don't make me go get the eggs. I don't want to go get the eggs. Mean rooster. And she'd say, just turn around and stomp your foot at him and tell him no. And you know, like you know, five-year-old kid, you know, you can't stomp your foot very loud and say no very loud. And he just he always knew he was a big bully. Oh, he was a big, big bully, just like the gander was. But they, but we didn't. You didn't eat your rooster. Without your rooster, your hens aren't going to lay. And without your hens laying, you don't have eggs. So it's a whole cycle, natural cycle of life kind of thing, you know, on on the farm. And, and when we lived in
2: Hesperia, we had peacocks, too. We didn't eat them.
1: Did you really yeah. have peacocks? You mm-hmm. know, it's odd you would say that, because I saw one long way from where you, because I know where you lived in Hesperia, and this was a long way from there. This was over on Maple. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Oh, I remember you telling me. Remember me me. telling you about that?
1: There's a gated community over on Maple. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, driving down the road one day, and there was this goddamn peacock out in the road. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I thought maybe because we sometimes get uh, seabirds and things that -hmm. that actually fly over the mountains between us and the ocean when the wind is right. Mm -hmm. They'll actually wind up getting blown over this way. And I thought maybe that happened with one of the peacocks because they do live down the hill mm-hmm. in uh, Arcadia, which is another ca- Southern California city where I actually went to high school and graduated, but that's beside the point. Um, and so I see this peacock and I'm like, well, either that or it lives in this gated community. I so can, I don't like, think but I didn't know you guys a, had them too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now, did you buy them or what? Do you know? Um, Do you remember? We ran the feed store over there. So I don't know if mom traded or if she bought them, but we love peacocks. Oh, yeah. They're, they're noisy, but they, they're good guard dogs. They
1: are real noisy. And I think
2: my next-door neighbor on the other side of us, I think they have a peacock. Really? Here? Yes. Now? Because we hear this god-awful cackle thing, and I think it's a peacock. Either that or it could be a guinea hen.
1: Well, that's sometimes what people call peacocks, too, but um they're so beautiful when they have their feathers all out they are but oh my they're messy they're they're as bad as a goose as far as being messy is concerned they walk and pop (laughs) yeah and they are loud the people down in arcadia that that tolerate them they have a whole community down there Mm -hmm. that is invaded by the peacocks and they're up on their roofs, yes. and they're all around their yards, and, you know, it's just one of those things. You move into that part of the, the town, you know, you're going to put up with peacocks, and right. if you do not want, not willing to, you don't want to move there, because right. they're not going. Right. And it's down by the Huntington Museum area, as I recall. So, well, that's interesting. I didn't know boat. you had peacocks. Yes. I suppose you can eat them. I never oh, would have thought of it, but to no, me, they they're just... too pretty a bird to right. kill and eat, but... Um, uh, you know, for that matter, so so's a pheasant. We ate a lot of pheasant when I was a kid. Yeah. So, and a duck, for that matter, also very pretty animals. But, um, you know, I guess you make your choices what mm-hmm. you want, you know, and the gooses, the uh, gooses, Jesus, the geese, we just mm-hmm. had, cause they, I don't even know where we got them, but we had them. They sat, we never took their eggs or anything mm-hmm. like that. And as far as I know, I don't remember the eggs ever hatching they may have done but i don't remember it right <clears throat> about the time they might have start hatching was when my dad had the accident where he almost cut his leg off yes we spent a lot of time during that period uh, and it was the uh, summer months and spent a lot of time going back and forth to the hospital so if they hatched i never got to know about it we had a few wild
2: bunnies yeah we I had some bunnies my I bunny was named Damien. He was mean. He used to bite the fuck out <laughs> of you. That's a good name for a mean bunny. Uh huh. <laughs> well, the bottom of the cage fell, and he ended up running away. But he was a oh. mean bunny. I never knew a bunny to be mean. That's funny. Was well, it cottontail?
1: No, or a jack jack uh, rabbit.
2: I don't know. It was a bunny that somebody brought Did to? Do they have
1: long, pointy ears, or little, kind of soft, kind of cutesy ears? Do you remember? Cutesy, I think. Oh, that was a cottontail then. Cottontails are the little cutesy ones, and the jacks are the well, he was just jackets. a
2: Easter bunny, bunny.
1: Yeah, that's a cottontail most mm-hmm. of the time.
2: He was mean, and I named him Damien.
1: That was that was. You totally go pet right him, thing. and he
2: like. <laughs> <laughs> gonna have your fingers for lunch. <laughs> so I was, I was happy when Damien ran away. I don't blame you. I would have been too. Oh, <laughs> fucker. That's gonna have me a lucky foot. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: yeah, I I like I like bunnies. We we had. Had our share of those on the farm, and and I have some in my front yard, mm-hmm. and I like them. I shooed one away the other day. I thought it was the neighbor's cat. Oh, <laughs> it was dark. I couldn't see. I saw something moving. I go, "Shoo, get out of here!" You know. And I went, "Oh shit, that's probably my bunny." No, it's <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't. sorry. I'm. I'm. Come back, baby. Come back. I'm sorry. Grandma didn't mean. Come back, little bunny.
2: It's like that TV commercial. The raccoon comes in to eat the cat food in the house. <laughs> I haven't seen that commercial. <laughs> Funny. Well, all right, kids.
1: I don't watch regular TV, that's right. why. So. But it's time. I think yeah. we've had a lot of fun reminiscing about things that... I know I'm thankful for my memories. I'm sure you are, too. Yes. And, you know, I guess in some ways that's what Thanksgiving is all about, is good memories and good friends and good food and good God. So there you go. Yes. I hope you all do have a good Thanksgiving. Hope you all have good reasons to be thankful. Or find some. and
2: um, The darkest cloud. We still have something to be thankful for. Sometimes you just have to pull it out. Well, if nothing else, you you can be thankful you can see the cloud. And if you can't see the cloud,
1: then you can be thankful you can't see the cloud. There you go. (laughs) How's that for fucked logic? Anyhow, everybody have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. Uh, Send us your emails if you get a chance. We'd love to hear from you. And that's about it. I'm S. Sadie Burbank.
2: And I am Lacey Montoya.
1: Thanks for listening to
2: Don't Don't Get get Us Started. started. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Have a piece of pie for me, too. Mm. With or without whipped cream. (laughs) With. (laughs) I'll take cream, not oil.
3: Oh, there you go. (laughs)
1: Get it started! started.